Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today is the 3rd of March of the year 2020, and on this, the 9th Tuesday of the year 2020, we did happy birthday to Jessica Beale and Alexander Graham Bell. That's funny if you say it like it is. In history today, in 1837, President Andrew Jackson and Congress recognized the Republic of Texas for the first time, which we can all agree was a mistake. In 1904, on this day, Emperor Wilhelm II of Germany became the first person to make a sound recording of a political document using Thomas Edison's cylinder. It immediately went to the top of the charts and was responsible for what is now called Wilhelmania, which swept the nation in the wake of the release of the political document, but is now understood to be an outbreak of typhus, an event which led directly to this podcast, the recording of that political document. Thank you, Emperor Wilhelm II of Germany. Celebrations today include World National Anthem Day, so in order to celebrate that, we will play the opening bars of the new national anthem out of New New Zealand's newly federated octopus tribes. Brings a tear to the eye. As we all know, octopuses are the most patriotic of citizens because they can put their hand on their heart, wave a flag, salute, finger their girlfriend and write a political tract about the purity of the cephalopod nation all at the same time as they listen to their national anthem. Coming up today, we'll be talking all the latest in Olympic planning news with your Olympics expert just off the sparkling reality TV show Have You Got What It Takes to Be an Olympic Mascot in an impressive tied fifth place. Celebrity, celebrity, Andy Zaltzman, welcome to the show. Hello. How are you? I'm I'm just uh, recovering from... Well, the the idea of octopuses fingering their girlfriend. I don't, I mean, they don't really have fingers, do they? But they do have arms. Yeah. I mean, you're the marine biology expert. 
I've not met an octopus person yet. I'm not sure if they have fingers on their arms, right. in which case there's a sort of a terrifying multiplicity of appendages. Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, each to their own. Each to their own. to live. And if you tried, they'd probably come for you. They're very patriotic. Okay. They? Well, I see that. But before we get into that, we have some headlines. In the news today, a street demonstration is planned for later this week to protest against the excessive coverage of the coronavirus in the news. People are anticipated to protest the panic against the virus by refusing to wear masks or take basic health precautions and will spend a minute's silence licking each other during the demonstration. We have a quote here from a spokesman for the protest, Damius Spurt, who says... I'm here refusing to worry about the virus because if we don't stand for Brussels telling us what to do, no weird so-called Chinaman pandemic is going to make me wash my hands. Thank you there, Damien Spurt. And Pete Buttigieg has dropped out of the Democratic primary race after a valiant effort to overcome the dual deficiencies of an apparently complete lack of humanity or personality and being a gay guy with the word but in his name. You'd hope voters in America would have been able to overcome the puerile and juvenile internal snigger reflex at such a simplistic word association in order to focus on the man's policies, whatever they were. But I think we can all agree that we have conclusively proved incapable of that since the early 1900s, where the deeply unsuccessful presidents of Dick Arsman left us with the legacy of his ineffectual anti-bullying campaigns in schools which have led directly to the Great Depression. And boom times for hitherto failing boat-based home food delivery services as coronavirus fears and floods in parts of the UK are anticipated to lead to a rise in demand for little men on boats with bags of food. Boatcardo, the aquatic home food delivery app, has hitherto been limited to a very small market demographic of people who live on canals or in marshes and is taking a round of investments to allow the massive expansion that is currently away in Worcestershire, Shropshire and parts of Wales. That is your headlines for today. And now it's time for your ad section because life is a cabaret, old chum, and you don't want to show up with the wrong brand of hat. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by sharing. Have some of mine. I've got heaps. Please consult your doctor before sharing things someone might not want. Some of those things might include STIs or TMI. Sharing. It's mostly nice. Sports. Energy. Masculinity. Come on down to Big Dave's Big Shed of Big Things and learn how to be a real man. We have weekly man meetings where we talk about man things like what's happening in sports, what's happening with your penis, what's happening with your depression, tell me how you feel. Suicide statistics are very high for men, men, men. Tractors and hugs. Big Dave's Big Shed of Big Things. Let's talk about it. No girls allowed. This is man stuff. One of the hardest things about trying to quit smoking is losing the excuse for a break. You wonder if you're really that addicted to the smokes or if you just long for a minute to step away from your work and take a deep breath. Buy yourself that minute by getting up and grabbing yourself half a glass of water from the tap or water dispenser. Half a glass of water. It's not a cigarette, but it's also not a cigarette. Half a glass of water, spoken by Alice Fraser for the Lungs Association of Australasia. Half a glass of water is not a substitute for a good work environment. Please consult your boss for more details. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that is your ad section for today. The last post. Now, your top story for today is uh, Olympic planning news with your Olympics expert, Andy Zaltzman. What is happening with Olympic planning? Well, uh, Alice, there's less than five months to go now before the, the scheduled start of the uh, the 2020 Olympics. That's only just over 2,000% of a week, <laughs> to put that in context. So it's, it's really not, not that long now. The athletes... Well, three sleeps if you don't sleep very often or you sleep a lot. <laughs> I don't know if you hibernate on a planet that has a short year. <laughs> The athletes and the athletes, that's a term for female athletes, um, are at a key point in their preparation. The rowers are now snout down calculating the best formation for the eights competition. Eight rowers and a cox, of course. Will they stick with the tried and tested one 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 tiny little one formation? Or maybe this year could be the year of 2-3-1-2 two, with the cox floating in a false cox role. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Squash players are sitting at home hitting uh, squishy balls at the wall thinking, what the f*** has Greco-Roman wrestling got that we haven't? Um <laughs> And the swimmers. Oily men is the answer to that. Oily men. <laughs> the swimmers are hoping they haven't wasted their young lives ploughing up and down a pool for absolutely no reason, whilst the race walkers are in a full blown existential crisis at the sheer number of modes of transport that are more efficient for long distances <laughs> than walking. So that's just your basic standard build up to an Olympic Games. So obviously, into this traditional mix. This year we have the curveball of the uh, coronavirus. You can't spell coronavirus without at least some of the letters in curveball. And how is this going to affect the games? We, well, we don't know as yet. They could, I'm hearing, take place but with no competitors and no spectators. Just the idea of the Olympics, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one possibility. Another possibility is that they just show in real time the 1964 Tokyo Olympics and hope that no one notices <laughs> If they do take place, then some sports are going to have to adapt and you know, obviously masks are going to become more of a part of Olympic sports. And I mean, clearly some sports are made for them and the wrestling events, they just need to get a bit more Mexican, frankly. <laughs> but then there's events where, because we're all advised not to touch our own faces or indeed other people's faces. So that's going to be tricky in you know boxing, for example, where a lot of boxing is the art of... Touching somebody smacking, else's face, well, yeah. touching in a... You know, physically aggressive way, <laughs> um, a fistic touch to to the face is very much a core part of uh, of boxing. So it could be, you know, the first uh, you're not allowed to punch people in the face. Well, ordinarily, sort of intimidation tactics are very much a part of boxing, and yeah. ordinarily those intimidation tactics involve sort of coming up looking as fit and healthy as possible. I yes. feel like the coronavirus might add an extra spin to just coming up to the plate, doing your way in, and then coughing cheeky little pathetically. Yeah. It's going to be fascinating. In wrestling, there's going to be no physical contact at all. And judo is now going to be done verbally rather than physically. <laughs> so you just have to you know, zing someone until they just collapse onto a, a mat and submit, I think. Which I'm, might I'm put... not sure if that's what judo involves, but you know, let's, let's run with it. <laughs> I was going to say that might put England back into the running for some of these events. <laughs> yeah. Fencing, well, obviously they already have masks. 
and uh, I don't think it's an issue for the fencers because when someone is charging at you with a sword, dressed like a psychotic <laughs> apiarist seeking vengeance for a stolen hive, the last thing you're going to be worrying about is a poxy little virus. Uh, rowing, they might have to do forwards instead of backwards just so they can keep an eye on the virus a bit more. Medals will be awarded by robots because traditionally the awarding of medals involves a handshake and or a kiss on the cheek, depending on level of uh, gender stereotyping involved. But robots will, will give out... They will actually fire because they don't want the robots to touch the athletes and get the athletes <laughs> then transmit it via the robots. So they have created this robot that can fling a medal onto an athlete's neck from 50 yards away as wow. long as it gets the correct wind reading and the, the athlete doesn't move and the athlete doesn't move <laughs> the athlete has to have his, his or her head bowed at the exact correct medal receiving angle the traditional you know slightly down uh humble, humble yet triumphant humble, humble yet triumphant exactly that's uh it's on my dating profile um <laughs> so so i mean there's, there's all these things that they're having and, and this is all assuming that it does go ahead ticket holders will have to skype in so there's gonna be a webcam in every single seat in all the stadiums and arenas so depending on which seat you've bought your ticket for, you will be able to watch as if from that seat. And it'll be two other little speaker as well, so you can cheer as well. So there'll be atmosphere in the stadium from you know all these <laughs> basically 80,000 Skype calls. Simultaneously, just hope the internet stands up to that. And, uh, well, Sevens Rugby, quite a new Olympic sport, uh, came in in, uh, in the Rio Games, of course, in 2016. Players are going to be allowed to stop and wipe the ball with an antibacterial wipe whenever they receive a pass, and opponents are not allowed to tackle them until they've completed wiping the ball and then Carry safely on. disposed of the of the wipe. So um, at swimming, they're going to have to empty and refill the pool after every race. <laughs> and golf, no one gives a shit. So uh, it's going to affect a lot of sports. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing how all this turns out. Andy, we'll stay tuned and bring you back, of course, as our Olympic expert. That is your top story for today. Now it is time for your letters to the editor. You can submit a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice, and that's you today, human. Uh, that's you today, oh, Andy. Oh, hello. I'm fascinated by the inner machinations of The Last Post and I'm compiling all the behind-the-scenes information for a The Last Post 2020 annual. Just a brief query. We all know international raconteur, modern dance artist and reality television behemoth Andy Zaltzman as his voice fills our ears daily and nightly on all domestic and international television channels. However, I would like to know who the introductory voiceover at the very beginning of the podcast is voiced by. That plummy British accent seems vaguely familiar any information as to who it is would be very useful for my publication. Yours in awe, anonymous, Simon Oliver Wakefield Peel, Esquire. It's uh, Winston Churchill. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, yeah. Although apparently he's a voice alike for a man called John who works in a shoe shop somewhere. Right. We had, we've had previous queries about yeah. this uh, specific thing. It will remain a mystery, I'm afraid, Simon Oliver Wakefield. We just got it from the bank of random Voices. announcements. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the interesting things, isn't it, in, in recent years, that uh, the National Archive of Voices that an audio recording is now taken of every single person who who lives or indeed visits Britain. So in future, they will be able to recreate <laughs> an, a single national voice. Because the thing is, you read Shakespeare and you don't know what, what accent. Yeah, some things are meant to rhyme but clearly don't yes. in our current accent. So, I mean, was the Shakespearean accent closer to, you know, American or Australian accent? Was it, you know, he was obviously from near Birmingham. That puts a whole... You know, different slants on things. It might have sounded like someone doing a bad South African accent, even. <laughs> so we don't know. So with, with the National Voice Archive will enable, 
you know, when people come to recreate these shows, for example, from the from the transcripts that are kept by uh, Ken in the corner there, um, have you fed him recently? Um, they'll be able to know exactly what it sounds like, even though, of course, they have the recordings anyway, which they could just listen to. Yeah, well, we don't talk about Ken, but thank you very much for that information, Andy Zaltzman. Yeah, I think this is one of the most important things of our era is the fact that everyone's voices are being recorded. And, of course, the phrase that they used to record it was, welcome to the last post. Yeah. And that is your letters to the editor for today. More of your letters tomorrow. And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we will be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Uh, Andy, do you have any tickets to sell? Are you plugging anything? Yeah, I'm part of a new celeb blog series, celebrity blogs. It's DIY celebrity blog where you can pretend to be one of 75 celebrities and then you write a blog in the way that you think your celebrity would have written it and all the proceeds go to uh, a hedge fund. <laughs> well, look that up online. And Can I just have a quick word for Eric as well? Yes. Who was uh, uh, sadly passed on last week, a uh, hamster belonging to a friend of mine who uh, drowned in three quarters of a glass of water. <laughs> but that'd be a lesson to us all. Yeah, that's a dangerously large quantity. We Isn't all, it? We, you've got to stay restrained to probably slightly less than three quarters of a glass. Tickets are on sale for my solo show, Kronos, in Australia and the UK. Go to my website, alicefraser.com, for details of if and when I'm in your town. Also, if you're in nowhere of those places, my show Savage will be available on Amazon Prime next month, and I'll keep you in the loop about that. The last post is a something else, Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash alicefraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. Your guest today was Mr Andrew Zaltzman, and the executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher. Also from something else. Mel Gedroich is quilting. Listen to Mel and good friend Andy Bush as they learn a great new skill and tell some brilliant stories, all whilst having some good wholesome fun. In a nutshell, I took a pair of scissors and I went into my husband's wardrobe. Now, this comes from a shirt that I bought him that I know he doesn't like. So I'm testing him by... Uh, uh, This is brilliant. Yeah, by finding out when he discovers Amazing. that the shirt has got a big patch out of the back of it. Wow, and which area of the shirt is this taken from? Bottom right. Okay. <laughs> Listen now in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all good podcast apps. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. 
It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.